You are listening to another episode of the More Me podcast. I'm Sandra, your host, and today's episode is sponsored by my seven-week self-paced digital program, Yes to Me 101, which is currently open for enrollment, but doors will close soon because the second round starts January 23rd. So head over to the link in the show notes to learn more. This episode took me a while to get out to you because it was all unfolding during the process of scripting it. I realized during this time that there might be moms out there going through a difficult time alone and or feeling like no one understands them. And that's why I really had to share today's episode. I truly hope this message inspires and encourages you. So let's get into it. Hello again. Welcome to another episode I just want to say Happy New Year, Happy 2022, even though we're already, I believe, a week into the new year. I just want to remind you guys, it's a new year, you know, Happy 2022. We got over 2021 and yay, <laughs> I am just celebrating because 2021, it was it was awesome. It had its ups, but it kind of kicked my butt too. So, you know, and that's where this episode is coming from. I really had the idea of writing this episode at the end of November because October and pretty much all of November as well, I felt very unlike myself. And as a coach, I'm usually on top of my game. I have to be in order to help others, you know, otherwise how can I serve others if I can't even get myself together. (laughs) So I have a set routine that I stick to and go-to practices for when I feel unbalanced But those months really kicked my butt. It felt like my world stopped and I was stuck at home watching Netflix and eating all day. And that was pretty much all I was interested in doing. I was no longer doing my morning routine, which is very odd for me because since I established a morning routine, I love to talk about how much of a difference it's made. But I abandoned it during that time. And it really made me feel behind. I mean, I would wake up early, but I didn't want to do anything. So I just started sleeping in, which I realized now that was a good thing because I had noticed that I was getting dark circles under my eyes and I was just ignoring the fact that I was feeling tired because I just kept trying to push myself to do, 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 do. But during that time, I was just feeling numb. I had very little high emotions, so I wasn't really feeling excited or happy or joy or peace or motivation during that time, but I also wasn't really feeling any low emotions like sadness or depression or frustration or um, anger. It's really as if my emotions were stuck on neutral. I felt completely uncreative. My social media went silent. I went silent. I got a little worried even thinking that I might be falling into depression, but as a person who's dealt with depression in the past, this didn't feel like depression. It only looked the way that way, you know, from the outside in. I did feel a little bit frustrated with myself because it was as if my brain and my body weren't communicating. You know, my brain would say jump and my body would respond with, I don't really feel like it, so we're just not going to do it. I didn't know what to do, guys, during this time, Uh, but I felt like I didn't know what to do when I really did know what to do, and I had that aha moment and realized that I had all the answers within myself, and yet I kept looking 
outward for answers. I kept trying to watch YouTube videos. I kept trying to read articles. And finally, I just decided to take my own advice, you know, advice I give to clients and friends. And I just embraced the silence and began to look inward. I don't know if you guys have gone through this before or not. I don't know if you're experiencing something similar right now, but let me ask you something. What is a void? Do you know what it looks like? Maybe you know what it feels like. Maybe you've heard other people talk about, you know, when they are going through a void. Maybe you've only written it on a check. (laughs) Okay, okay. Bad joke aside. A void is just completely empty space. That's what it is. The Bible mentions the earth being formless and void in Genesis. And God shaped and filled it with animals and plants and us, right? We also tend to tend to fill up empty spaces. I'm sure that when you guys moved into your home, you know, you walked through and in each room you sort of envisioned what you wanted it to look like, what you wanted it to feel like, what type of furniture you wanted to fill it up with or decor and all that stuff. But you're probably wondering, okay, Sandra, you're rambling and what does it have to do, what does this all have to do with the void, right? And I'm glad, I'm glad that, you know, your your brain is at that point where you're wondering what the heck is she going to talk about? I realized during that time, you know, as I was getting out of it, as this episode was put into my heart, is that I was going through a void. That's what I was going through during October and November. Uh, what I was going through during that month or two months wasn't the beginning of depression. You know, I thought it was a depressive depressive episode, but it wasn't. This was really just me not being lazy. You know, I thought it was, but it wasn't. And this wasn't me falling apart either. It was me detoxing. It was me creating space. It was me getting rid of the old to make room for the new. It was me growing. It was me shedding my old skin. And it's funny because I even made a post about this. And it all just clicked in my head. It was starting to get clearer and clearer, you know, when I was in this fog. I was really just moving into my new home, you know, this new home where it was free of clutter, free of crap that no longer served me. And this new formless void home was, you know, it was my mind. It was my way of feeling. It was my way of doing. It was my way of speaking, of acting and reacting or not reacting, you know, being so mature that I don't have to react to everything. I realized I was just being reshaped. And in the process, all I had to do was just be and not do, which is automatically what I wanted to to do. It's what I defaulted to. And let me tell you, like during this time, old beliefs about my worth and second-guessing decisions about, you know, things I've done in the past, even considering letting in old friends who weren't good for me, this all came back like asking to occupy space in this void because it's this empty space and it wants to be filled up. But at this time, I had a choice. 
And let me just say that again and really, really listen to that. I had a choice. I had a choice to allow them back in or to bring in something new. I could go with what I knew or I could go with something new, right? But I decided to let those things and those people go. I didn't want to live like I was living before. So I had to cut ties with the people because they weren't like nurturing my growth and there was no space in this new version of me for them. Now, let me clear something up here because when I used to hear people talk about cutting ties with friends who weren't helping you grow or weren't teaching you value or weren't, um, you know, in the position that you wanted to be in, it sort of felt dirty, you know, because I didn't see people as something that we use to push us up to the next level. But then something shifted in my mind. Now, I don't use people, but I do have a deeper love and respect for myself now that allow me to see when people are using me. And in that moment, deciding whether it's worth it to work things out or make peace and move on, which is what I ended up doing during this past year. And I also had to let go of old beliefs and habits. And none of this was easy. You know, those beliefs were so deeply rooted that during the detox season, they came up over and over and over again. I felt like literally a drug addict just detoxing and going through all of this and just wanting it to be over. I had to continuously say no to the old version of me. But whenever I said no, that meant I was saying yes to the new version of me, that person that I envisioned myself becoming, the person I know I'm meant to be. Seriously, those beliefs, though, they took a while. But you know what? Just like a bad bug, I purged them. And I felt so much better afterwards, <laughs> like so much better. That's when I realized, really realized, that the only way through the funk was through the funk. There were no shortcuts. As Robert Frost once said, the only way out is through. I had to go through the process of purging. I had to embrace the funk. I had to be in the formless void to see and to live another way. I chose a different path. I chose to leave the comfortable, the known, the predictable, all of that behind so that I could experience something new. And the new is uncomfortable and unknown and it is revealed one step at a time. And guys, that is so hard. It is so hard to take those steps when you don't know if the next step you take is going to lead you to nowhere or to the edge, to the fall. But you just have to trust during this process. That's all I can say. And I want to share a story, you know, a family story with you. Um, my cousin 
who I see as a brother, became a widower earlier a few months ago, you know, back in 2021. His wife passed away of cancer and he was left with two little boys, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Uh, can you even imagine going through something like that? I mean, we talked to him daily. He sounded so lost during those first few days. And so we decided to head down to see him and the boys and to help out, even if it just meant being present and, you know, helping with the boys and allowing him to process his feelings. He was in the darkest of voids. But even he, with all the pain, the responsibility, the fear of the unknown, even him with no job, no wife, no idea how he was going to get through it all, even he realized that this was for, this was really a fork in the road. He knew that losing people he loved was a pattern in his life. Like he was able to see that during the season and he knew that he had to change he knew that the person he was before only kept him living the same life of pain and loss. And so he decided, you know what, I'm just going to cut ties with that old version of myself and really step into a version of myself that is better for my boys. There were days when, you know, we, and I say we, my husband and I would talk to him and, you know, he would cry because he didn't know what would happen to him or the boys there were days when he wanted to give up. There were days, you know, we'd talk and he'd be okay. And he was optimistic about what the future was going to bring. And he would realize that everything was really happening for him, you know, in those good moments. Because in the bad moments, we don't see how this is for us. But in the good moments, we're able to see a little bit of light. And he would see that light. I could see him trying to get out of this and he would just fall back in. I could see him fighting against himself because he wanted this new better, but you know, he he had lived a certain way for so long that it was so hard to get out of that routine, out of that pattern. And he would fight against his old beliefs and his habits. He had lost everything. He had isolated from his friends and his family. And then slowly I saw him begin begin to reconnect with old friends who wanted to support him, who were good for him, who were healthy for him. And he started to see that his family, you know, our family, no matter how dysfunctional it could be at times, was there for him, you know, ready to give him a helping hand if he just asked. And he began to ask to put his pride aside and ask for help and guidance and then he began to see the light. His story inspires me because my void was nothing compared to his void. But in the end, we all go through them. We all get a little funky sometimes. But we decide in that funk whether we go back or whether we stay. Because we can stay in that funk and live in that funk forever. But we can also choose to move on. It's now December when I'm recording this episode and I feel so much better. I mean, I started this podcast after the funk. 
And I'm having so much fun connecting with these moms and sharing their stories and talking to all of you. I wouldn't be here without that formless void. If I hadn't decluttered, if I hadn't purged, I wouldn't have created space to create this podcast and to become the person that has a podcast, which is crazy. I'm really proud to tell you that my cousin is getting back on his feet, that he found a little room to rent near family that helps him out with the boys while he works, and he's making decent money. You know, some weeks he does struggle to stretch his money to cover food until the following payday, but he's doing it. He's happy, like even in the tough, he's happy that he gets to have a stove to cook for his boys because he didn't have that before. And now he has a shower of his own that he can access at any time and bathe the boys daily if he wants to. And he didn't have that before. This is what being in a funk does. It's void. It's dark. It's formless. But then it ends and you step out with a new perspective and you're grateful and you're more mature and you get to take with you what you chose to take. You leave behind what doesn't serve you, whether that's people or things, habits, beliefs, patterns, whatever it may be. And so just to end this episode, I want to leave you with this. No one likes going through a funk. And when you're in a funk, it's hard to see how it's going to benefit you. I think I said that earlier. And really the best advice that I can give you if you're going you know, through a funk right now or next time you go through a funk is that if, if you are feeling like the way that I was in November, October, <laughs> just really allow yourself to be and stop trying to do. So many things try to keep us busy so that we can stay numb, so that we don't have to face what we're going through, so that we can keep our minds off of the problems and off of the feelings that we are feeling at this moment that feel so heavy. But the truth is that the faster that you face it straight on, the faster you're going to learn the lesson and the faster you're going to be able to move on. Now, will there be more voids in the future? Yes. <laughs> it's part of living. There are funks. You know, there are highs and lows. But every time you go through a low, every time you go through a funk, a void, you become a better person because you choose to try something new. You leave something old. You make room for something to be possible, for something amazing to happen. The next best advice that I can give you to make this void a little bit easier is to have a good support system. You know, have good people in your corner. The more that you can feel supported and be heard, the better you will be able to feel during the process because you're going to feel like you have someone there with you. You're not alone. You have someone that really cares for you. Uh, it's not easy when you are the person 
going through the funk and you also have to be the person cheering you on. You can't be both roles and you shouldn't have to be. And finally, the last piece of advice that I have for you is to just have at least one practice that brings you a bit of peace. Whether that's meditation, exercise, journaling, breath work, it doesn't matter. Just something that brings you inner peace because balance, outward balance is achieved inward first. Um, And so I really hope that if you're going through a funk right now, you don't pressure yourself to get through it, that you don't feel like this is punishment for something. It's not punishment, guys. Instead, just look at it as you've been asking for things to get better, for things to change. See this as a prayer being answered. You know, you ask the universe. The universe is your genie and you gave it a command and it is answering your request. See it unfold before your eyes. Be in awe. Be a student. Let go and just flow with it. I know that in the funk, you may be feeling like this is impossible but I promise you that if you just open your hands if you just have faith in God or the universe or whatever it is that you believe in but if you can have faith you can get through this a lot smoother because then that means that all of the responsibility to get through it And all of the responsibility to be better and make something great doesn't fall 100% on you. You are just, you know, a part of it, but you're not the creator of it. And that, when I think of, of it like that, it lifts a weight off of my shoulders because I realize it's not all just me. I'm not alone in just doing this. And there is someone that has my back. So I I don't want you guys to think that I say you're going to get through this and embrace the process just because those are beautiful words to say and encouraging words to say to someone that is going through a tough time. I say it because I've gone through it over and over and over again. We are cyclical beings you know we live in a world literally a planet that goes in circles and some days we're up and some way some days we're down but just embrace the process be a student I think that's my biggest tip for you guys and if you are going through a difficult time right now I want to send you a big big hug and just know that It is going to get better. Nothing is forever. Funks, voids, struggles can all be hard, but they are truly what make us resilient and what mold us into the people that we are today. If you found value in this episode, please tag at more of me podcast in your IG stories. And don't forget to sign up for the next round of Yes to Me 101. The link to join is below in the show notes. And if you're going through a funk and need help and support during this time, you can always reach out to me for one-on-one coaching. Just send me a direct message on social media and I'm sure to get back to you. 
I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will catch you on the next episode. Much love, Mama.